Today's little bite of information, a little treat for you, is on a gut feeling. So what is a gut feeling? Let's get the official definition of a gut feeling. A gut feeling is an instinct or intuition. Okay, but what's an intuition? I've heard of that a lot. Let's go to the definition of an intuition. Intuition is the ability to acquire knowledge without proof, evidence, or conscious reasoning, or without understanding how the knowledge was acquired. Hmm, okay. So, how are gut and intuition connected? Well, let's go over to Candace Pert. Now, I've never heard of Candace Pert before until I started researching this gut feeling and what exactly that means. Because in business, even in life, people have said, trust your gut, trust your instincts. And other people say, no, you need the facts. Don't just trust your gut. For instance, if you're going to hire somebody, don't just go with your gut. Oh, I like this person. I think she's going to be great. Let's hire. Well, don't just trust your gut. You've got a whole hiring process, a series of questions, behavioral interview questions that you need to ask and ask in the same manner to 40 people or however many people you're interviewing for that job. And then do an analysis on who has a best fit for that position. They even have tests that you can give people now, behavioral tests, emotional intelligence tests, IQ tests. Now, let's go back to Candace Pert. Who's Candace Pert? She was chief of brain biochemistry. Get that, chief of brain biochemistry. If I was the chief of brain biochemistry, I'd be unstoppable. And that's at the National Institutes, National Institutes, so there's multiple institutes here, of health. She made a breakthrough discovery back in 2007 time frame that changed the way scientists understand the mind-body connection. Now, I first heard about the mind-body connection from my chiropractor. It seemed a little holistic to me. I didn't really understand it until what he did worked. I wanted to go swimming. I couldn't swim. Actually, I wanted to go surfing. And I wanted to learn how to surf. I was 30. And I'd go out there. And I'd come back. And I could barely lift my shoulder. And he fixed me. And he started to explain the science behind it. And I started to understand just a little nugget of the mind-body connection. So going back to Candace Pert. She found this opiate receptor the mechanism by which a class of chemicals, and these chemicals are called peptides, alters the mind and body. Now, from what I understand, a peptide is a hormone, and peptides are found throughout your whole body. And the largest, guess what? The largest producer or where you'd find the most peptides in your body. Bingo! You guessed it, the gut. So emotions, Pert explains, are not simply a chemical in the brain. They are electrochemical signals that affect the chemistry and electricity of every cell in the body. And there's a lot of these in your gut. So we're starting to see a pattern here and the trend of 
the gut instinct. Let's dig a little bit further into what she says. So as our feelings change, as our emotional state changes, this mixture of peptides travels throughout our body and our brain. And they're literally changing the chemistry of every cell in our body. Now, neurotransmitters are chemicals, but they also carry an electrical charge. You have... So, this is like epigenetics, where you have genes, and your genes are highly influenced by the environment. Works in a very similar way that's described here by Candace Pert. She says you have receptors on every cell in your body. They're actually little mini electrical pumps. When the receptor is activated by a matching molecule of emotion, the receptor passes a charge into the cell, changing the cell's electrical frequency as well as its chemistry. Well, hello, <laughs> here we go. So this is really telling me that you're connected to everyone else and your emotions are the key. So everything that we talk about in Find Your Inner Strength is backed by science, right? So, so let's look at that. It's the real change when, when we look at Find Your Inner Self and that Find Your Inner Strength in that program. You're really looking at yourself first and understanding that real change comes from the inside out. So your emotional state, once you can be aware of your emotions put a label to them, define them as a feeling, understand that they change the way that you think, and then work on a positive emotional state, positive self-talk. So that's real change that's coming from the inside. And then you can deal with people or you can positively affect, you can also negatively affect, this also has the same, same result or same process if you're going to negatively come at someone. But if you want to change and be more successful, what we're looking to do within Find Your Inner Strengths program, well, FYI, for your information on that Find Your Inner Strength, real change, again, comes from the inside and then it is transmitted out. And a lot of the science is backing it in the way that we transmit electrical signals in a positive way. So think about this. Somebody who comes in and is just filled with energy. I think of Tony Robbins coming into the room and he affects everyone as immediately as he comes in. That person comes in the room and you are instantly lifted. Either you're saying, if you're in a bad mood, you're saying, oh boy, how, what, how can this person be in such a good mood? And that person who's in such a good mood is usually very productive or very successful or very good at attracting not only you, but other people into that room because you want to be attracted, or I should say you're attracted by that positive energy. That's some of the science that's coming from us on emotions. And that's talking about the gut instinct, what that means, that it is a real thing. Intuition starts to define to us what intuition is and that you can you can work on that, but it's highly train, trainable using mindfulness techniques. So in conclusion, Candace Pert is saying that the prefrontal cortex, 
the prefrontal cortex, the third brain, if you go back to some of the conversations I've had on a three-part brain, you realize that the third brain was the last one developed. It's the one that we make all of our decisions from. They call it the monkey brain because there's so many thoughts in it flying all over the place. So the prefrontal cortex is responsible for complex evaluative decisions. This part of the drain, <laughs> this part of the brain is loaded with opiate receptors. And these opiate receptors are peptides. And where are the most peptides found? In your gut. So what can influence the prefrontal cortex? Your gut as well. But she's saying that in the prefrontal cortex, it's loaded with this opiate receptor. So structurally, our most sophisticated reasoning is linked to our emotions. And if we're in work that we're passionate about, that we love, that's purposeful, and is putting us in our bliss, then this is going to be transmitted to others, attracting others into what your bliss is, what you're working on, and wanting and having them want to follow you or follow your lead into that purpose. So all of this we talk about and find your inner strength and using the mindfulness approach to train that and to train your emotional intelligence. FYI strength can train you to listen to your gut. Literally, listen to it. What science is really showing us here, everything that we just talked about, is that we can never really discredit our gut instincts so your body can pick up on bad and good vibrations. If something deep inside you says something's not right about a person or situation, you should trust it. And the reverse of that is if your gut is telling you to do something passionately, you should trust that as well. So there's a little snackable bite, another snackable bite from Steve Siebold and Fearless Performances.